Blog Talk Radio. Gilbert, 
So he that's LeBron James. That was Le, that's LeBron James's mo. He didn't feel the need to do so, and he didn't feel like he owed Pat Riley any explanation. So he felt that it's his career, his decision, and whatever happens, happens. Honestly, be, let me let me take my haterade. Let me let me stop sipping on the haterade and let me take off my Miami Heat rose color. I mean, uh, black and red glasses right now and just say I totally agree with LeBron James did. He had a right to do it as a player and given the way the market is. It's, he was a free agent. So he can do whatever he wants to do. I don't care if he left in the middle of the night, didn't call Pat Riley, didn't tell Pat Riley until he got to Cleveland. That's That was his right to do that. It's not the correct it's, thing to in, do. In a, in a Mayflower uh, truck, like in, uh, in Baltimore and in Indianapolis, he would, he, would, he would leave in the middle of the night. He could have pulled the art model. <laughs> he could, not an art model. I can't forget. I forgot that's um, art model went back to Baltimore. I can't remember right. who. Who was the owner owner of the oh, uh, was it the Ursay was it the Ursay family? Ursay, okay, yeah. the Ursay family. So he could have pulled that, but at the same time, you know, again, like I said, for the player, he had a right to do it. But as a fan of the Miami Heat, yeah, I hated it because I knew that when he left, the championships, the the opportunity to play for a championship would leave. So, and I think that's the yeah. same thing that's wrong with Pat Riley. You know what I compare it to? Mm-hmm. I compare it to the um, to the L.A. Rams. You know, these all these St. Louis Rams fans were all upset that the the Rams were going back to L.A. But that's what they did when they went to St. Louis. They left L.A., so they really have no no reason to be upset in in, in starting somewhere, going uh, starting at home, going somewhere else, and then coming. I, but hey, oh, I I do I do have an NFL uh, a NBA note. Okay. I thought of a team. That was the worst number one seed. Okay. Okay. The 2015 Atlanta Hawks. Uh, totally agree. Totally I agree. Think, I think they're are wor- I think they're worse than than than, than Boston. Yes, I totally agree. That team had no business finishing number one. Um, they were they were benefactors, same same way as Boston of Cleveland, just basically just lallygagging through the regular season and not having any trepidation or any fear of any of their opponents in the Eastern Conference. It's the same thing. But you are so correct. That 2015 uh, Atlanta Hawks uh, team was garbage. And guess who in the common denominator on that team is Al Hawford. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Let's us talk about what just came out in that uh, Jeter and uh, Derek Jeter and Jeb Bush do now have the option to purchase the Marlins, what do you think? Um, let the sound clip just. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Any, anything is better than doggone Jeffrey Lawyer. I'm just so sick of this guy. I've been waiting for this guy to leave for the longest. I'm serious. I, I've been waiting for this guy to, to just go away. Just seriously, just sell the team and just go away. Serious. I mean, we built your stadium. We tore down a historic stadium and built your stadium in the site, and you can't even give us a competitive team. I can't wait till this asshole leaves. I can't wait. I don't care who he sells it to. He can sell the damn thing to Disney, sell it to Mickey Mouse and their buddies. All I care, just go away, Jeffrey Lawyer. That's all I want. On Jeffrey Lawyer, go it's away. A, it's a great, it's a great move to the Marlins. An incredible move to the Marlins, and they'll be very successful. 
and um, Jeter will be a great marketing tool to try to get people. I do want, before we get to the draft, because that is our main main focus in the show today, are there any surprise? I want to go back to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Are there any surprises in the uh, NBA draft that you, I mean, the NBA playoffs that you have seen? No. Everything is going according to script. It's almost like they, they wrote this script. Everything is going according to script to me. Um, uh, Even the uh, San Antonio series. Yeah, because see, the Grizzlies they they're bad. They give the they've always given the Spurs a bad matchup over the years. Um, except for the one year the Spurs did sweep them. But um, the Spurs haven't won a game in uh, Memphis all season, um, and it's all been pretty. The, the Grizzlies have pretty much handled the Spurs in uh, the FedEx form. So. Surprised by that series. Uh, I'm not even surprised that Blake Griffin is hurt in the uh, Clippers and Jazz series because that's been his mo pretty much. It's it's funny how I have never heard of players getting hurt before the playoffs like they have this this year more more than any other year. Yeah, uh, Ron, Rondo getting hurt and, mm-hmm. and and Griffin getting hurt. I mean, you never usually hear that. I mean, you hear that in the NFL all mm-hmm. the time. And sometimes you can hear that in the major leagues mm-hmm. because it, they're playing so long. Mm-hmm. You really don't you you really don't hear that in the uh, in the NBA. So that that's kind of uh, surprising. You know okay. what? You know what's interesting though. Before we move on, real fast. Okay. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Rondo, Rondo's injury turn um, is really the reason. Is it's really dictating this series when he's healthy? Two zero Chicago. He not he doesn't play. Um, we got two. We got Boston winning the next two games. So his injury has turned this entire series around. And then, like mm-hmm. you said, there's no surprises in regards to what uh, Golden State and Cleveland. I mean, they both. Oh, no, they, not at all. They both pull sweeps. But here's the interesting thing about Golden State and their coach not being there. I don't know why people are so up in arms and thinking they're in trouble. You do know Mike Brown, the guy that's um, standing in for him, is a former NBA coach and a former NBA Finals coach. So I don't understand why everybody's up in arms. And it seemed like last night, although I did stay up to my detriment because I paid for it, um, the Golden State Warriors made a point last night to let everybody know, yes, Cleveland, what they did was nice. They got their sweep. But they emphatically beat the Blazers down. 45 points in the first quarter. They scored at least 30. They, they scored at least 10 three-pointers in all four of the games they played against this team. That's crazy. Well, and and the Cleveland Cavaliers—they don't even have a head coach. So, uh, <laughs> so good point. Touche. It, it, it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's the system more than anything else. So, I mean, these guys—these guys know the system. And like you said, Brown Brown um, has has a great resume. And uh, I don't I don't think there's any surprises. Okay, let's let's go on to the draft. Uh, yes, sir. Let's talk about uh, our local teams a little. Uh, okay, let's before we talk about our local teams, let's talk about Miles Garrett. Is he a, uh, does he deserve the number one pick? Everybody's picking him as the number one pick for the lonesome Cleveland Browns. I don't I don't, I don't know about the, the term deserve. Is he the most talented? Yes. Does he uh, fit a need for the Cleveland Browns? Yes. Deserve. <laughs> There's a lot of needs. Yeah, well, they do have a lot of needs, but deserve? Mm, I don't know. I know he don't deserve to be criticized by Warren Sapp. Matter of fact, Warren Sapp deserves 
He doesn't have the right to criticize Warren, Warren Sapp. <laughs> Trap is Warren Sapp. Yeah. Go away. You know, I'm, a, I'm a huge. I'm a. I'm a huge Bucks fan, and I and and I just get embarrassed by by Warren Sapp. It seems like every month for something he does. Yeah. He. 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 he I mean, he seemed to be more visible since he did uh, have the situation with the hooker. I'm just saying. Didn't see him this much when he wasn't with the hooker. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I, well, at, least, at least the hooker was a female. We, oh, <laughs> yes, sir. That is a key point because you never know nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name now, but that one pitcher from uh, from the uh, Oakland A's, I can't remember his name uh, quite right now, but mm-hmm. uh, he had that run in years ago. But uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, I, I don't. It, I, it's just Warren getting into the news. It's just Warren getting into the news, and so his Twitter account can light up. Um, that's the that's the only thing. So um, it, 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 it it's 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 all a publicity stunt for him. But you know, who really cares? Right. But mm-hmm. but uh, but um, I wanted to talk about also uh, running backs. Okay. Um, you have a choice of. Of a running back to take a running back in the first round, who who do you take? The two, I mean, the, and I mean, I'm sorry, uh-huh. you have a cho- not in the first round, but you have a choice of any running back uh, to take that's out there. Who would you choose? If I'm picking in the top ten, I take I take Fournette. If I pick anything underneath that, I take Dalvin Cook. That's my choices. I think they're the two most talented running backs in this class. What about McCaffrey? Because McCaffrey can do so much. He can do a lot of things, but is McCaffrey really an every down back in the NFL? He doesn't look all that yeah. big to me. Good, good point. Good point. Good point. They're they're pointing right now, uh, talking about the Bucks now. Uh, they're talk, talking that the Bucks will probably bring uh, uh, take Dalvin Cook because they're having some running back woes, so to speak, as we we saw at the end of of last season. Uh, so they're they're picking that, but I just hope they get the best player at 19, the best player available uh, at, at that point. Yeah. So I was going to ask course, you about the Dalvin Cook. Uh, do you think – I mean, the Bucks have problems on defense. Granted, you did sign right. Deshaun Jackson and you got Mike Evans, and, you know, Jameis has to cut down on his turnovers, but the Bucks have problems on defense. Well, you know, I, I would really like to <laughs> – now he's had he's been in the news too. Like I said, lots of things have happened in the last couple of days. But I would really like to see him get Peppers because Peppers is another. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers select oh. the Bucks 19th pick. I would say, I know this sounds off, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say if the Bucks have the first pick. If they have a running back that's available, I don't think he'll be available. I would say Christian McCaffrey just because he can do one. Because he can do But you don't think he's an every down back, but there isn't a, there is no such thing as an every down back in, in the NFL anymore. I don't, so, I don't think I don't think McCaffrey will be there, though. I mean, he's been skyrocketing No, no, no I don't enough. think so either. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you just asked me. Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. My bad. This is your pick. This is your pick. My bad. This is this is your pick. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 
But he would be a nice <laughs> fit. He would be a nice fit, though. Like for, what would you like for Christmas? I would be like, well, you're not getting a bike. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 this is this is just my take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I would, if I was picking for the Buccaneers, I would pick defense. Uh, I think they need to address that that side of the ball. I know they got uh, Alexander and uh, McCoy and. Um, I, think I, that, I agree. And I, I agree. And I picked, and I know they picked up. I think the Wilcox kid from Dallas. Um, they got Hargraves. They got Brent Grimes. But they still need you, you need defense, um, really, to, to to challenge Atlanta and to uh, New Orleans. Although they did trade away Brandon Cooks, but still at the same time they still have um, Drew Brees there. And then of course with Carolina with Cam Newton. So I would think um, you would want to give Jameis more opportunities. Or, I mean, if you give him more weapons, he still may get less opportunities if his defense can't hold up. I think the Bucks should go defense, but I don't see a problem with The Miami Dolphins select. See, at that 20-second set. Besides you, as you know. Well, well, of course. Right. Of course they couldn't (laughs) go wrong. They couldn't go wrong with myself. But uh, as far as the Dolphins are concerned, there are so many holes that um, they – they have they have holes on the offensive line. Uh, yes, they have depth at the defensive line spot, but they do still need a pass rusher. They only have one guy that can really just get to the pass rusher, and that's uh, Cam Wake, and he'll be 35. Um, they still have a problem at linebacker, and you know they can always still you know use somebody in the middle of the field to go next to Jones. So the Dolphins got a, a, a lot of different ways they can go with this at the 22nd pick. Um, the, the here's the thing that's funny to me with the Dolphins this year. They may be gifted a, another player whose off-the-field problems may cause him to just fall right in their lap in Ruben Foster, who would be ideal for the Dolphins at the linebacker spot because this kid is sideline and sideline and has unbelievable speed with that 240 frame. I don't know if he does. I can't see the Dolphins passing on him, even though he had the diluted sample um, at the combine, and then he had the situation where he got into an argument with um, at the combine with someone, a hotel worker or something like that. But if Ruben Foster's there, I think the Dolphins take him at 22. If not, I still think they take a linebacker and they stay in the state of Florida. So with the Dolphins with their 22nd pick, I think they will take Jared Davis um, from the University of Florida because he's a he's a character okay. guy. Okay. Um... Let me ask you another question then, because mm-hmm. uh, people have said that out of all the running backs that we have just previously talked about, uh, a lot of people are saying that Mixon might be the best one. Uh huh. So, so if you need a running back and all the other ones are pretty much taken, do you take a chance on that guy? Not in the first round, I don't. Okay. No, Mixon's Mix, yeah, Mix, Mix coming with too much uh, baggage, and and the video is still too, uh, it, it's, it's still too fresh. And I mean, you'd have you'd have the, the 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 women's groups in the community just really just outraged. And the the only thing Stephen Ross is good for is um, is marketing because he stinks at building a team. Um, that's the Stephen Ross is a Dolphins Dolphins owner. I mean, he can do the the marketing thing so. Course, I don't think he would take a chance, uh, especially with that guy with Mixon. I don't so think anybody's think, gonna take a chance with Mixon. Go in, in, you think he'll go in the second round? Then? Nope. 
I don't think oh, he goes there either. I think I think Mixon oh, is going to wait all the way to Saturday. I think Mixon's not going to be picked until Saturday. I don't see I don't see anybody taking a chance on Mixon. Jacksonville Jaguars select that fourth pick. Um, so okay. with with the fourth pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. Who you think? Well, looking at my looking at what I'm looking, some of them are saying Trubisky, but a lot of people are saying Fournette that they would pick up Fournette. Um, from from LSU, um, that would that would be that would be that would be their pick to take Leonard Fournette. But you know Leonard Fournette didn't have the most fantastic year with LSU, but LSU had a lot of problems too. Well, no, he he geared it down. He 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 geared yeah. it down, and then when they fired less, he really geared it down. He just said the heck with it. He he, he just he just said the heck with this mess. You know, and um, uh, Les Miles, the, head, well, the former head coach of um, LSU Tigers. Um, I can't see where you can go wrong with Fournette. Two for, again, big kid, 240, about six, two and some change. Four, five, sub, four, five speed. You can't go wrong. He's going to be able to take the pounding from, you know, be able to, you know, get you a couple of yards just leaning forward with that, you know, with that leg drive. Be nice. Blake Bortles can use all the help he can get. Um, I think the more you take the ball out of his hand, the more successful Jacksonville should be with a pretty decent defense that um, Tom Coughlin has built this offseason. Got to give him credit on that one. Well, they need to make a splash. Mm-hmm. And if they have that fourth pick, they need to make a splash. And that that, that's the, that would be the um, they would make, um, would, be ta- would, would be taking – Taking Fournette. Yeah, because I now, don't see Trubisky making it. There, but the thing is, he might mm-hmm. not even be there though, because San Francisco uh, might might even take him. Well, yeah, yeah, but San Francisco might end up trading out of that pick. I'm, I'm yeah, honestly, I know, I know that, I know that Lynch wants to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of, uh, I, I read a lot of the uh, beat writers of other teams, and in the San Francisco Chronicle. Um, that covered uh, the guy that covers the 49ers said they're more than likely looking to get out of it if they can get Washington to loosen uh, loose up on uh, Cousins. Um, they'll they'll trade the pick with Washington easily, and Washington can go up and take Trubisky, which is why I don't think Trubisky will be there for um, for Jacksonville at, uh, because I think he'll be going by two, or he may be going one. I, I I'm just a little miss with the Trubisky thing again. I just think Miles Garrett is a can't miss. But it's a quarterback. It's a quarterback league. It's a quarterback league. So how can you fault a team that's saying, "Hey, look, if we build, if we get that position right, we've won half the battle." Before we uh, started this podcast, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to retire after after uh, uh, this, this this coming season. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, if NASCAR can talk him out of it, they're gonna damn sure try because they know they will lose oh, a lot exactly. of they will lose a lot of casual interest if he if he goes. Um, it could it could it could not not could really kill that sport. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's it, 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 it's like Tiger Tiger leaving. Yeah. In, in a sense, with golf. It's, yes. it's, I, that's how I would compare it. Yeah. Um, because he is he is you know he's you know you got Jeff Gordon's gone now. Um, the only uh, the only person that 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 would be keeping it alive would be Jimmy Johnson. He he would be I tell you that we we have to come to the end 
podcast here. Yes, we have. Because we've, co- we've, co- we've covered a lot of areas, though, in a, in a uh, short period of time. But we're coming to the end of it. And, um, I, of course, I would like to thank you. And, and I would like to thank you also for letting me lead the uh, conversation to this week. That was really a lot of fun for me. I really appreciate that. And, uh, and, um, and, and of course, uh, you found out that everybody agreed with me that there shouldn't be a statue of Fernandez outside the Marlins. Uh, uh, you, you got a lot of, you got a lot of votes. Um, <laughs> not going to do any good. That statue more likely still going up. <laughs> you got, you got a lot of people who agreed with you, but, um, again, well, I thought the point that uh, I'm sorry, Maisha, Maisha. Maisha, yeah. Uh-huh. The points that Maisha made were even better than mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were even better. When I was listening to it, it's like, oh, those are great. You know, those are really great points. Yeah, well, uh, that's that's great. And I and like I told her and I told you, I understand. I, I I'm really not saying that you guys are wrong, but given oh no, I know you're not. Yeah, given of given the way that uh, Jack Allison decided to leave, um, this is not a shock. I know it's probably shocking to some of some some Canes fans who because this kid was such a highly recruited kid, but remember this name, Nicosi Perry. I know. <laughs> All right, my friend, close us out. Close us out, and we get ready for next week. First of the first first week, first Monday in May. Wow. I'm, yeah, yeah. Well, well, of course we'll be we'll, just, we'll be discussing uh, the draft a yes. little bit more. Yes. And uh, and and who we think who we think did well and who didn't and how we feel about our teams and, and so on. But, uh, again, uh, thanks to everybody who's been with uh, all our listeners. Uh, I, I assume that we're still number one. And, uh, um, of course, uh, don't forget the Facebook site, um, uh, uh, Florida MLB fan group and Florida NFL fan group. We need more MLB fan group people if we can get some more. We have tons of NFL, and we want you to come to both. That would be great, but there's some great discussion on there. We'll put some great stuff on there, too. So, um, but uh, thank you, Will, and uh, I guess uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you next week. All right, everybody. See you, see you guys later. All right, Greg. Thank you, sir. All be right. well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.